You are listening to the Movie Cheer Podcast. The best place for movie topics and blockbuster discussions. Welcome to Movie Cheer Town. Welcome to the Movie Cheer Podcast, the show for movie fans. I am your host AP, aka Mr. Movie Cheer, and on today's episode of the Movie Cheer Pod, I will be discussing uh, MCU Phase 6. The title is MCU Phase 6, Guess the Empty Slot. So, uh, you know, a few weeks back now, they had the big San Diego Comic Con they announced the Phase 5 full lineup and they announced three movies, three movies from uh, Phase 6 and then they announced like uh, eight empty slots from Phase 6 which could be movies, TV shows. So today's headline topic uh, will be me going into Phase 6 and looking at all of the dates, all the dates really, I've really planned this out got my little uh, notes here with all the map of uh, of phase 6 I'm going to go through it all and give you my predictions of the the slot what I think will be in the movies and TV shows for phase 6 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe so that is going to be fun uh, I, I you know we did the Marvel show last week wanted to do another one this week to really get full uh, do a full deep dive on both phase 5 and phase 6 because it really excites me as a movie fan but that's going to be today's headline topic before we get to the headline topic of today's show though ladies and gents uh before any start before the start of any show i start off with a segment called not so worthy blockbuster housekeeping this is the part of the show where kind of just discuss what's going on with the channel with the movie cheer town community and just a general easing in chit chat for the rest of the show. So, uh, not so worthy blockbuster housekeeping for this week. What is going on? Uh, first of all, I'll say good week of filming this week, kind of getting into a rhythm of like, obviously I had them a few weeks off, but I wasn't uh, feeling great throughout them weeks. Had a bit of a rhythm this week of getting into filming. Like I, I aimed to film like two videos the other day, ended up filming free which is really good uh, i really enjoyed doing it as well that, that's do you know when you you got that spark of like different topics you want to discuss and it was like uh the, like the upcoming videos uh, i filmed the patreon one and filmed two for the for the youtube channel as well and it's just like there was two topics on the main youtube channel specifically that i was just so excited to talk about and it was just like kind of like Similar to some of the subject matters on the channel that have been discussed in topics before, but kind of like a different take on things. Um, I'll, I'll say one of them was to do with movie collecting, and uh, it was just talking about a different side of it and kind of the hobby side of it. And uh, I won't spoil too much of that video, but it's coming up soon. That video, uh, you'll you'll know when you see it. But it was just fun to. I think when you get a really good topic, uh, and this is why you know things I most enjoy about this channel is uh, and and just doing you know a movie channel on youtube movie collecting channel is when when you can get a topic that you can just you can just talk about and i i on my notes i always do notes at every single video for the podcast i've got notes here right here beside me now and they're just kind of like you know head like for instance now is not so with blockbuster housekeeping uh good week filming that's all the note and then i'll go from there and I, I know when, like, if, if there's a certain topic that I'm really into, I, I, I know straight away, and then just writing them little, little small amounts, like, like that good week filming, I can just go into it and then just talk about it. And this is where it felt with these videos that I was doing this past week. They're like 20 minute videos or 15 to 20 minutes. 
But when I always find that when you when you've got a topic or a movie you want to discuss and it's just you can just write down a few little notes and then boom, it just like your brain just starts talking. You don't even know what you're talking about. I don't even know what I'm talking about half the time. I'm just I'm just rambling. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been a good week filming, uh, getting free videos done and just getting that rhythm of doing stuff and uh, just you know trying to hammer in as many videos, many YouTube videos. Because I tell you what, September is going to be a, a big month movie-wise and, and for the channel as well, there'll be another pay-per-view show coming up in September. And these pay-per-view shows, they come around the corner now every three months we do the pay-per-view shows. But there will be a pay-per-view show coming up in September and um, I'm going to hopefully announce some more details for that soon. I want to try and kind of announce it a bit earlier this time and get it more planned out uh, beforehand because the last couple of ones have been kind of like... Um, not like last minute, but kind of they should have been. I, I I could do a bit better planning wise. Maybe try and plan it at least a month before. That's the that's the plan of action. It'll probably just go out the window. Um, but yeah, good week filming, and uh, yeah, that's the first bit of housekeeping. I'll say latest video on the channel, doing really well, getting a lot of people in the community uh, chatting in that video, which is really cool, and just it's cool seeing a few people who have not seen it in the chat for a while as well, which is nice. And yeah, the last video was uh, movie movies in the collection I've been watching recently. This is the third one in this series now. This is going to be like a regular uh, video uh, playlist on the channel uh, moving forward. And um, like I said, it's the third one. It's just me, a selection of six movies I've been watching over the past like couple of weeks, couple of months, and just talking about them. And it's it's fun. It's just like I, I think people like them videos. Community likes them videos. I enjoy making them videos as well. I just like talking about movies I've watched recently. It's good when you've got a movie fresh on the brain as well. You know, you can talk about it. You've got it there and it's in your memory. It's a talk about and it's fun to just explore. So that was a really fun one. And I appreciate everyone who's got involved and watched that video and commented so far. But if you haven't, get involved. Watch the video. Get involved in the comments in the Movie Cheer podcast, Movie Cheer Town community YouTube channel. Um, what else has been going on? Well, I'll just say a bit of sidestep. Patreon, uh, if you want to become a Patreon member, it's a $1 a month. You can cancel anytime uh, at any point. There's bonus podcasts, there's bonus videos, web comics, um, movie comment, uh, sorry, TV commentaries, a bit of everything on there. It's there's new content every single Monday, and it's just a bit of extra content. If you like what you see in the channel, feel free to check out the Patreon. One dollar, like I said, you can do it for one month. You can check out all the content and get going. Uh, that's what I do. Um, but yeah, it's there's a new video coming up this Monday, and it's a start of a new series, and it's going to be called Alphabet Movie Collection. And I was thinking of just new ideas. I'm always thinking of new ideas for the Patreon and for the YouTube channel as well. Um, so I had this idea. Let's let's go for doing. Generally, I always pick out six movies on these sort of videos. Pick out six movies, so I thought, let's start with the letter A and go through the whole alphabet and find every, you know, six movies beginning with the letter A that I really enjoy. And that's coming up on Monday. So the letter A of alphabet movie collections coming up on Monday on Patreon. Uh, yeah, there's plenty more content on Patreon as well. Uh, let's see, last bit of stuff. You know what, I, I want to say this is kind of like a um, kind of off movies, but kind of like sort of also related i i because i like having little toys around the house and stuff and in the in the movie room here as well especially i have like wrestling figures i have i have a, a captain scarlet here if, if you're watching the video version obviously you'll see this captain scarlet uh i have behind me you can see some um bobbleheads and 
Skeletor, He-Man, Woody and stuff. I like having a few action figures and stuff around. And what I noticed recently, I, I can't even, know, I don't even know how I got into it. Kind of like the rabbit hole of of Amazon and eBay. Looking online, and um, I was looking, and basically the I think it's a nineteen eighty. It was the the figures, the Playmate figures, based on the cartoon of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it was the figures back from the 89 they were released, I think, and probably like throughout the 90s, these them original figures of the Turtles. And I remember having a few of them as a kid, and they've re-released them. I think they re-released them like last year, but you can get, they've done like reissues of them, like kind of like, you know, exactly the same as the ones released in 89. I thought, oh, they, they would be really cool. So I'm, I'm looking at getting some of them. For the movie room. Do you know what? I'm kind of thinking though whether to take them out the box or do like a shrine. Do like a little display of like having them hung on the wall, like a like a shop. I think it'd be quite cool. But you know, I got down this rabbit hole as well. Were I remember as a kid having them toys, and I had the um, I think it was from like a car boot sale. The the sewer playset. Who remembers having that? The sewer playset of the turtles. Let me know if you if you had that as a kid or growing up. Um, so the sewer playset, there was like a, a sewer on top, and then there was like a top bit where it was like a city, like a city street, and down below it was like the, the sewer where the, the turtles lived. And then there was like another side slew, and there was like a little elevator going up to the to the street. And it was so awesome as a kid. And sadly I, I did get rid of it at some point in childhood. You know, we all do, we get rid of video games, movies toys we enjoy and as a, as a adults we we want to try and get some of them back and i was looking on ebay the other day and it was like they were going for like 100 over 100 pounds like, i think they're like 100 to 120 pounds and it's like they are cool I, and once i i'm, I'm gonna have i'm gonna have, to have a reshuffle around because i i think that would be an awesome display piece it's getting the right one though getting one that looks like pretty decent condition but uh, let me know if you had them turtle figures as a kid and let me know if you had the sewer playset as well that sewer playset is so so cool let me know if you still maybe you still already have it if you have it still and uh, that is awesome that's even awesome more awesome uh, anyway that is not so worthy blockbuster housekeeping housekeeping over for today's show let's move on to the headline topic so today's headline topic, MCU Phase 6, guess the empty slots. As I said at the start of the show, at the SDCC San Diego Comic Con a few weeks back, they announced Phase 5 and then they announced Phase 6. Well, they announced three movies from Phase 6 and then they announced eight empty empty slots from phase six so i'm going to go through all these i'm going to announce obviously the ones that they have said that are going to happen and then i'm going to give you my predictions for what will happen the dates we've got here uh, from uh, marvel from that presentation but obviously um i will say this will probably all come to light at d23 in september hopefully we'll get the full lineup of phase six by then I, I imagine that's when they're going to do a lot of the big reveals of what phase six is so you can come back to this video then and say either ap you are a genius or uh, ap movie chair you are an absolute idiot your predictions are garbage as always <laughs> um well yeah fingers crossed my prediction I, you know i think this is probably the best predictions sort of thing i've done on on the podcast before i think this is uh pretty solid i feel like i'm like this is like this is like science. This is like maths. It's like I've got me me pen and paper out before. I'm, I'm sitting down on on my bed and just like noting down these things. I'm like I'm like this. I I think this possibly could be coming here. I think this is the movie for this slot 
if, if it's not this movie, Marvel are going to lose a lot of money in this date. They need to have it this point in time. I would, this is really well thought out. I tell you, I, I really, I'm not even joking around. I've really, really thought about this. Um, <laughs> um, so let's go for it. Let's, let's go for it right now. Um, I'm going to say, just as just a little idea of things. Um, in phase five, Marvel announced that there was 11, 11 projects and five of them are movies and six of them are TV shows. Now, I could have done the same thing. I've done it slightly different. I've done more movies for phase six because I feel like there's going to be more movies. And um, there's 11 slots again. So the same amount, same amount of slots. We may see more added. This may change. Dates may change. Things may get cancelled. It does happen. Um, but this is what I'm going with for now anyway. So let's just talk about what is actually announced officially. So far for Phase 6, we have in November 2024, uh, 2024, yeah, Fantastic Four is the first Fantastic Four movie in the MCU that has been announced. Uh, we have got in May 2025, the Avengers, the Kang Dynasty or Dynasty. Um, that is that first Avengers movie. And later on in the year, we have November 2025, Avengers Secret Wars. Um, so they are the three that have officially been announced so far, but we've got eight other slots to, to go through. So let's get into it. So first of all, I'm going to say they give us rough dates here. So here, here we go. So let's start off with the first one. Uh, fall, or if you're in the UK, autumn 2024. Uh, you're looking at autumn is, I mean, what is it? It's like um, September to November time. So I'm going to go with, in phase five, they announced the Daredevil revival reboot series. I think we're going to see another one of the Netflix shows rebooted in phase six. I think the most popular one is Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones had three seasons on Netflix, and I think it is about time that show got rebooted. So I believe that in fall, autumn of 2024, Jessica Jones will have a revival show on Disney+. Plus. Uh, November 2024, we have, obviously, the announcement already of Fantastic Four. And um, that is that's a solid slot, and hopefully we'll get the cast announcements at D23. That'd be cool. Uh, let's go to another empty slot. Fall, autumn again, 2024. Gotta go with Deadpool 3. It's already been announced, the, the movie. They kind of not like said it's going to be part... Uh, well, they have said it's part of the MCU, but they've not said it's going to be part of Phase 6, but it's not going to be in Phase 5. I can't see it being any later than Phase 6. I think it's going to be in that slot of... Autumn, Fall 2024, Deadpool 3. I'm really looking forward to that. I really enjoyed both of the first two Deadpool movies. Now, let's go to winter of 2024. We're looking at December time. Now, I'm going by this release. It's going to be a TV show. And I'm going by the, the date of winter because this show, I believe it was released. Oh, you know what? Maybe it wasn't. Hang on. No, it was. It was released around Christmas time or it was based... Oh, this is this is this kind of uh, punched me in the gut now because I'm I'm kind of like thinking about this. I'm gonna say it is gonna be Hawkeye season two because that that show was set at Christmas and I can't think now whether it was actually released. Around, I'm sure it was released in December. I'm positive it was like even and, and it was like obviously it was yeah because because Spider it came out 
the finale episode was when Spider-Man, the third Spider-Man No Way Home was released. And that was set at Christmas, like setting some of it anyway at the end anyway. Yeah, so it was, that was definitely Christmas time a release. So yeah, Hawkeye season two, that's going to be the, so that's like the first, first bunch of those. We've got Jessica Jones, Fantastic Four, Deadpool 3 and Hawkeye season two. Uh, I think Jessica Jones is going to be good as well. I've only watched, I think, one season of that, but I really enjoyed it. I, can't, I didn't realize there was actually three seasons on Netflix, but I'm going to have to re-watch them three seasons and, and give them a watch. I'm, I'm sure I've only watched the one. Great show what I watched of it, though. I really enjoyed it. Uh, let's go for the next bunch anyway. So we've got four down. Let's go for four more now. So winter 2025. We're looking at, like, you know, this um, January, February time now. I'm going to go, this is something I think they're going to do, WandaVision Season 2. I think they're going to do this because Wanda, Scarlet Witch, the way it ended in Multiverse of Madness with her character, I won't spoil it. I feel like there could potentially be something either set before or there could be something set after that maybe, potentially. And I feel like the way they left the WandaVision TV show with like the white vision, his character, like where where is his character now and stuff like that. And then you have the two young boys. Maybe they're gonna build upon them characters as well. I feel like there's more to tell though, and I think like there's a probably a better season. I'd be I'd, I'd be honest, I didn't really like One Division that much, but I'd be interested to see a One Division season two just to see what they can do and do something different. I wouldn't go for the what they did in the first. I don't think they could do the first season again where it's like the TV shows from the different. Uh, decades that 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 style of storytelling was was suited for that first season it made sense but I think they need to take it in a different direction I think they could they've got some brilliant characters and brilliant actors in there and they could really build a really good season too so I'd be I would be interested to watch that just to see, to see them do something completely different in a season two so uh, winter 2025 I'm going for January February time one division season two Next up, we got spring 2025, uh, spring, March to May time, March, April, May around that time. I'm saying this because Patton Oswalt, who was in a post credit scene in the first movie, has said just this week that the this movie is going to happen and it is Eternals 2. I'll be honest with you, I didn't like the first movie. It just wasn't for me. I, I It just didn't feel like a Marvel movie. I, I didn't really understand the direction of the movie yeah maybe it's one where a second watch maybe i'll i'll love it but i, I don't know i just i couldn't get into that movie there's something about it I, just, I didn't like and i like the character the characters well not the character i think the actors were really talented actors really good cast uh but yeah just something just didn't click with me eternal i just couldn't really grasp what it was trying to be i think that's the problem i had with that film uh eternals 2 though i think that's going to happen in spring 2025 uh, spring 25 again we've got another slot there I think it's going to be a TV show this one and I'm going to go with Moon Knight season 2 uh, Moon Knight kind of like a mi- mi- I-, I enjoyed parts of it but I wouldn't say it was my favourite show I-, I was a lot more excited for it than and um, I watched it and it was like it was okay it was a decent show It was I enjoyed it more than WandaVision but I feel like it could have done a lot more with that show and it wasn't as good as I thought it'd been. I thought I thought it would have been a lot better, I'll be honest with you. But I would like to see the progression of that character of Moon Knight to see where they go 
in a, in, a, in another season. I think it's going to happen. I think they don't do just one season of these TV shows. I think that, you know, Loki's getting a season two. I think they're going to continuously grow these shows. I think they've, they're investing a lot in the TV show side of things. So Moon Knight season two, I think it's got to be in there. I'm positive it's going to happen. Uh, next up, we have the confirmed date of May 2nd, 2025, uh, 2025 Avengers The Kang Dynasty. Obviously, that's hopefully going to be a build-up of Kang the Conqueror becoming this big villain. That is obviously a part one and part two of Secret Wars. And it's going to obviously set up something for Secret Wars, you would imagine, with them being so close together in them Avengers movies. So it's going to be like a two-part like Infinity War and, and Endgame. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, to seeing what they do with that. I think there's obviously going to be a big multiverse battle of some sort, which leads into Secret Wars. Well, that's in May 2025. Uh, now, now we go to the next section. So let's just sum up that last section again. Uh, One Division Season 2, Eternals, the second Eternals movie, Moon Knight Season 2, and Avengers The Kang Dynasty. And that, obviously, Kang Dynasty is the one officially confirmed. Now, let's go on to the third part of this and the last three uh, slots. So, we obviously, we have Secret Wars. Avengers Secret Wars is the final movie of Phase 6. It's going to be a big, big movie. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, we've got three movies. We've got two movies before that. Well, two slots. But I'm going to start just spoiling now. But it's going to be two movies for me. I think leading into that big Secret Wars movie of November 2025, you've got to have two big hitter movies. What could the big hitter movies be? Well, I'm going to say, first of all, we've got Summer 2025. We've got two summer movies here. The first one is going to be, for me, Shang-Chi 2. I really enjoyed the first movie and I, I didn't think this would be a movie I would enjoy as much as I did, but I thought it was fantastic. Seeing this different side to the MCU, this martial arts side, and it kind of had like that magic sort of side that's like to it as well, like sorcery sort of side. But it was I thought it was a fantastic movie. Um some great scenes in that movie. I thought it was it was tremendous. And I'm really looking forward to Shang-Chi 2. It's going to happen. Surely it's going to happen at some point. Um, and I think he's going to be a big character within the one of, at least one of the Avengers movies. I think you'll see like kind of like them breaking up. Like you'll have a, a bunch of Avengers in the first one, similar to the you know to the Infinity War and Endgame. I think you're going to see some Avengers in the first one, and then you're going to see a different bunch of Avengers in the second one. I think like Shang Chi could potentially be maybe in Secret Wars, like a big part of that, maybe. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I hope that is going to be a summer 2025 release. If it's not part of Phase 6, I'm like, when are they going to do Shang-Chi 2? It's like, I think if they do Eternals 2 and they don't do a Shang-Chi 2 in Phase 6, I can't see a Shang-Chi movie happening then. Because it, it kind of like makes you think like, wow, that's a, you know, Eternals was was not really well received, but Shang-Chi, as far as I'm aware, it was, it was pretty well received. I think a lot of people like that movie. But yeah, I'm going to go for Shang-Chi. Um, let's see. Summer 2025 again. Another summer movie. I think this is going to be the big lead-in now to Secret Wars, this movie. Doctor Strange 3. Uh, we've seen at the end of Multiverse of Madness, uh, post credit scene, talking about the multiverse, kind of like uh, talking about an event in the multiverse. And I think that could lead into Secret Wars, but I think there's going to be a story 
within Doctor Strange 2, uh, Doctor Strange 3, what leads into that Secret Wars plot. If you don't know Secret Wars uh, from the comic book, if it's if they're basing it on the comic book, and they may not, they may, obviously, a lot of the properties, they've had similar names, but they've went in different directions, and I don't mind that, it doesn't bother me. But if they go for the same sort of premise, the comic book, it's like the, the Avengers, the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, and a bunch of villains, and like Doctor Doom, they're all brought to this place and this this like location. This like I think it's a planet. I think it's I've not read it for a while. Um, and basically, they've got to battle each other, and the winner gets whatever they desire. And and basically, they you see them each group. They sort of like break off into different groups, and you see different groups merge and stuff. And it's kind of like a, a battle movie. And I think that's what we're gonna we're gonna get like a big battle movie. Um, but I think Doctor Strange 3 in that summer slot of 2025 is going to be the lead-in for Secret Wars. And like I said, we finish it in November of 2025, Avengers Secret Wars. That is the movie there. I also want to just clarify some stuff as well about Phase 6. Some thoughts here, some little side notes, side questions. So, uh, no X-Men movies in the list of my predictions. Uh, initially, I was like, yeah, they're going to do X-Men I don't think they are. I don't think X-Men are going to get a movie in Phase 6. I think because they're doing another Fox property in Fantastic Four. Look, the MCU is going to be around for a long, long time. And X-Men will probably come at Phase 7. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Phase 7 X-Men. But I do think the X-Men will feature. I think they'll make the first appearance in Secret Wars. Uh, as I said, the X-Men do feature in the comic book. And I think just to add the X-Men in there would be a great debut. To, to debut the X-Men in an Avengers movie and kind of, you could have them coming into the Avengers movie and play them off like kind of like villainous characters in a way. Maybe they come from a different Earth, an Earth, an, an alternate Earth from the Avengers. And they see them as kind of a threat, these mutants. And we can go from there maybe, but... I think that's where they'll make the debut. I think they'll make the debut in in Secret Wars, and in Phase Seven, we'll get that X Men movie. And yeah, I'm going to be excited to see the MCU incarnation of X Men. I think it'll be awesome to see uh, more movies. Yeah, I chose more movies over TV shows in this phase because I think we've had two of the last phases what have been kind of building up the TV show side of things and. I feel like it kind of like there has been a lot of TV shows and it feels like maybe, I think now when you get into a year, a phase where you're getting two big Avengers movies, you've got to make that shift into having movies rather than TV shows and highlighting the big movie characters. And that's why I've chosen more movies than TV shows for phase six. Um, but yeah, things could change. Things could change for Phase 6. You know, these are nothing set in stone yet. Obviously, D23 next month in September will hopefully find out a lot more. I think they've said already that they're going to announce the cast and the director for Fantastic Four. That is going to be super cool to see. Looking forward to it. Uh, what is going to be my best movie, though, of, of, of this phase? I think, I'll be honest with you, I think Shang-Chi 2 is going to be exciting and... It's gonna be. It's hard, isn't it? It's a. I've been. I really enjoyed the first season of Hawkeye. I thought that was really good. But Secret Wars, just to see what they do with that, and 
I was kind of thinking the other day, it's like, it doesn't feel too long ago that we had Endgame. I, I don't even know what year that was now. It was maybe, was it like 20, I think it was before like all the pandemic, was it 2018? So maybe, maybe, yeah. So, so I suppose it is a couple of years ago now since we, we had it. So maybe, maybe it is the right time for another Avengers movie. Maybe it is the right time. And we're in 2022 now. It is three years away. I think, yeah, it probably is the right time. I was thinking maybe it's too soon, but in re reality, you're looking at it, it's like three years away if they do the movie. It's going to be a, a good length of time, a good chunk of time. They've built up the characters by then, and hopefully we can get a, a really a really solid movie. Two solid movies in the same year. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, Secret Wars, to see all these villains, hopefully to see like the likes of Doctor Doom, to see the Fantastic Four interact with the Avengers. Hopefully we see the X-Men. I'm still wanting to see Wolverine in the yellow uh, tights. I want to see that. I want to see the MCU version of that cartoon uh, comic book look. That would be ace to see. See a battle between Hulk and Wolverine. That would be good to see as well. Uh, yeah, it's just going to be exciting to see. I, I think just... Looking at that, I, I really, people talk about saturation of, you know, it's it's there's too many movies, there's too many Marvel TV shows. I, I understand what people say, and I think some of them, look, I've not even watched that Miss Marvel show yet. I'm looking forward to watching it, but I've just not got around to watching it. There's that much to watch, but I'm not going to ever complain about having Marvel content, because whether I watch it like six months down the line... I'm going to enjoy it because I like Marvel. I like Marvel content and this excites me. I love seeing a roadmap of the MCU, of what they're doing. It's fun to see as a Marvel fan, as a movie fan, I'm really excited. And, and yeah, I think these are the best picks. <laughs> these, these are 100% in my mind. I think when it comes to D23 next month, these are going to be the selection uh, that come out from Marvel uh, from that event anyway let's move on with the rest of the show that's the headline topic over for today's show let's move on to the next segment it's time for the movie variant showdown segment of the show are you ready Movie Variant Showdown. Each and every week, I choose a different representative of a movie property, whether it be a case cover, a movie character, a movie, a movie poster, and I put it up against uh, other representatives, other variants of that property representative. And this week on Movie Variant Showdown, I will be looking at the uh, Lost Boy case covers. That's it, the Lost Boy movie, the vampire movie from the 80s starring Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, the superb movie, by the way, I love that movie. Uh, but basically it's getting a re-release on 4K and Blu-ray in September. And I thought this is a, a good time to look at the case covers. The the So today I've got the DVD case cover, I've got the Blu-ray case cover and I've got the two 4Ks that are coming out, the standard 4K release and the limited edition uh, exclusive release from HMV as well. So let's start this off. Let's start off with the DVD cover of The Lost Boys. Um, fairly standard. I've got this one. I've got this the DVD in my collection, this particular one. And it's got like the red background. You've got pretty much all of the main cast here featured um, and it, yeah, it's it's I like it because it's you know it doesn't show the vampires, but it kind of looks like 
an 80s crowd and they just look cool these guys on on the on the sort of look here and you've got like the guy at the front with the shades on uh, it's nothing spectacular you've got the text at the bottom of the lost boys very small text i must say i like the like look of it. it look it's nothing special but i like it because of knowing the characters I, I just like the look of this, just seeing all that. And I like Kiefer Sutherland there in, in the background, in the middle, kind of looking all sort of like angry. Well, kind of not angry, like mischievous. He looks like a, he looks a bad boy <laughs> in this. And yeah, it's, uh, I, I do, I, I do like, even though it's kind of like a pretty plain cover, I do kind of like that cover. So that is the DVD. Let's move on now to the Blu-ray of this. So the Blu-ray, got to be honest, I've never seen this Blu-ray cover before. I mean, surely if you, you've got a Blu-ray collection, this is probably more uh, noticeable to yourself. You probably know this cover more. But the Blu-ray cover, let's talk about it. We've got uh, yellow text at the top, so a very different type of text I've seen than I've seen before. And then you've just got like a cartoon image of uh, the, the face of a vampire with the teeth white, the white fangs showing very significant, significantly. And then the face is in like a red color to obviously signify blood. Uh, I think the red and the yellow blends really well, but I think it's kind of like, yeah, you, you know, here looking at this, I think the best thing about this, I can say is, you know, it's a vampire movie because of the fangs that makes sense. And in, in that sense, if you don't know what Lost Boys is, you see this cover on a shelf, you're like, oh, this is a vampire movie. So that makes sense. I kind of, like, I, I dig that. That's pretty cool. But I just, it doesn't have any of the main cast on it, on the cover. And that, I feel like that's kind of like a missed opportunity. Uh, but I, did, I don't mind this. I don't think it's the worst. I, I'd be honest with you, though, looking at these two, I still like the DVD cover over the the DVD and the Blu-ray. I think the DVD, just seeing the whole cast, uh, I just think it looks better, even though it's not super artsy, uh, whereas this is a bit more artsy. But yeah, I don't think it's the worst cover in the world, but I do prefer the DVD so far. Uh, now let's move on to the standard 4K uh, that is coming out, standard 4K, and it's got Blu-ray included as well. As I said, this is coming out next month. It's available everywhere, by the sound, so it's not this is not the HMX, HMV ex exclusive one. So the Lost Boys 4K, and this is, I do like this. I, um, I think this is pretty cool. I think this is a pretty cool cover. Uh, very different text again. You've got the, first of all, it's the scene where they're all hanging off the bridge when like the train goes past and they're all, uh, then they all drop, they all drop and then they start floating in the movie. Not a big, well, not a big spoiler for the movie. It's not spoiling the movie for you, but I like the text of Lost Boys. It kind of like, it shows the tracks and then it kind of like blends in with the tracks. Like it's, as if, as if it's like part of the tracks in this red lettering and then you've got the silhouettes of the characters that like the black silhouettes with the moon in the background and then you've got them blue colors i think it looks amazing I, I really do like this cover i think it looks brilliant i think it's a well put together cover um so far I, i'll be honest with you, all three of these covers have been have been decent covers so far and i gotta be honest with you the blu-ray uh, the 4k sorry the 4k this one here wins it over the over the dvd and the blu-ray so far so the 4k standard 4k for me is winning at this point i do really like this cover i think it's a really well put together cover i like it. this would make a great movie poster on the wall anyway now let's move on to the final uh, release of the lost boys and let's move to the 4k it's called the cine cine edition 4k and it's got like a big set it's got like posters and stuff included and this has got Kiefer Sutherland's character on the front cover in like a anime style. And it's like half of his face is covered. You've got that text in kind of like a spray paint text. 
uh, you've got like a, a, a sun, be- it looks like a sun behind him, like a yellow, like a sun behind him. And then you've got like the 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 fur, the carnival, the city landscape at the bottom. It's like you can see all the fur ground right at the bottom in like an orange color, and then you've got like the black uh, surrounding backgrounds. Wow, this is this is tough. I mean, choosing between these new two new covers, the the 4K standard and this this 4K HMVX HMV exclusive one is pretty tough. And I'm, I'm kind of. Uh, Lost for words because I think these are both brilliant covers and oh my god this is a tough one I, this is really I think this is the the first time on movie variant showdown where I'm I'm kind of like scratching my head a bit I'm gonna go though for my go I'm gonna trust my go and I'm gonna go for the 4K standard 4K over the HMV exclusive I do like that HMV exclusive I think it's probably my second favorite but I do like the 4K standard I think it's just that. It's a moment in the movie that I always remember, and just to see that scene, I I, I like it. It's I, I, the only thing I would say against it is it doesn't look like a, a vampire movie, but I think this works for someone who enjoys the movie already, who knows the movie, who knows that scene, and if you know that scene, you know it's Lost Boys. So that's coming from it, from a point of view of seeing the movie already. That's why I like this cover. I think it's uh, very good. I think the stand, the Blu-ray would be the most significant for someone who's never seen the movie, and that would be more eye-catching because you see the vampire movie. But I'm going to go with the 4K uh, the, of the standard 4K of The Lost Boys as the winner of today's movie variant showdown. Anyway, now let's move on to the next segment of today's show. Next segment of today's show is Movies for the Weekend. This is the part of the show where I give you some movie recommendations for this weekend. I've got two recommendations as always. First of all, I've got Denzel Washington and Russell Crowe in American Gangster. Uh, I was going to re- feature this on a Patreon video recently, but it was it was going to feature in... <laughs> in the Alphabet movie collection. Bit of spoiler, this does not feature, but it was one I was going to feature originally. It's a great movie, well worth checking out. Two tremendous actors included in this movie. And my second pick today is Doctor No, the very first James Bond movie, celebrating its 60th anniversary this year. I'm really thinking about doing a show, uh, a Doctor No anniversary show, just export, do a full show on Doctor No. Let me know if you'd be interested in watching that, a Doctor No um, special edition of the Movie Year pod. I think it'd be cool to do at some point this year to celebrate 60 years of this great, great movie. Anyway, there are my two recommendations for this weekend. Let's move on to the next segment of today's show. The Amazon Top 10 is approaching. Prepare yourself. 10. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The Amazon Top 10 has arrived. The Amazon Top 10. Every week on the show, I share with you the bestsellers list on Amazon.co.uk of DVD, Blu-ray, and 4K physical releases. The top 10 in physical releases uh, every week, the bestsellers. Uh, So let's start off with the top 10, starting off with number 10. And we start off with the DVD of Encanto, Disney's Encanto. At number 9, we have The Godfather Coda 4K Steelbook. 
and this is the Blu-ray Steelbook, um, sorry, 4K UHD Steelbook, and um, this is the Godfather 3, I believe, the, like sort of like the recut of it, and they've done a Steelbook of this, that is at number nine, at number, let's see, number eight, we have Sing 2, Sing 2 is still in the top ten, ladies and gents, still hanging in there, at number seven, we have Operation Mincemeat on DVD, at number six, another Godfather Steelbook here. We've got the Godfather Part 2 4K Steelbook. And that is, again, these Steelbooks are very, they all look the same sort of like style. They look really cool. I'll be honest, I'm not a big Godfather fan. I've only watched the movies once or twice. Uh, maybe that's a movie series I, I need to rewatch. That's at number six. At uh, number, uh, number, where are we now? Number five, The Lost City DVD, stars Sandra, Sandra Bullock and Shannon Tatum. Still not checked out that movie. At number four, we have The Godfather 4K Steelbook. This is the first Godfather movie at number four. As I said, all three movies are there. At number three, we have the Elvis movie on DVD. I think that's going to be released soon. I, I'm not really that interested in watching that movie. Not a big Elvis fan, but Tom Hanks is in it, so I might check out at some point. Uh, at number two, we have Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, the Blu-ray at number two. And at number one, we have Downton Abbey, A New Era on DVD. That is the Amazon top 10 for this week. Let's move on with the rest of the show. And I now go to a section of the show of the movie of the month seg segment of the show. And it's the movie of the month for July 2022, last month. Um... Didn't get around to doing it on last week's show. For let's let's go for it this week. My movie of July 2022, ladies and gents, goes to the movie Zodiac. And I think this was a, I think it was 2007. This was released or around then. I think it was like 2007-2008, kind of like before the birth of the MCU, really. And this movie stars some of the MCU's big hitters. It has Jake Gyllenhaal, who obviously was Mysterio. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., who was obviously Tony Stark, Iron Man, Mark Ruffalo, Hulk, Bruce Banner, they all star in this movie, and Zodiac, if you don't know anything about this movie, uh, it also, a lot of inspiration, I believe, was taken for the more recent, the Batman movie, with the character of the Riddler, this, so the Zodiac was uh, a true true story about this in the late 1960s, and it was a, a a killing, a murder spree by this killer called the Zodiac. He called himself the Zodiac, and it's the Zodiac killings. And it was like it went on for like, tw like I think it's like twenty years it went on for. And this movie tells the account of like a twenty-year story, basically, of this killer called the Zodiac. And the Riddler character is kind of very much inspired by the look of this Zodiac and the kind of the clues and all this. It was kind of really cool, especially for the new Riddler in the Batman movie. You could definitely see the influence on it and watching that movie. But watched it for the first time this uh, last month and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a fantastic movie. Uh, so you've got Mark Ruffalo, who plays a cop in this, who's investigating these Zodiac killings. And you have Robert Downey Jr., who who's like a... He's a writer at a newspaper, and Jake Gyllenhaal's character is, he works at a newspaper as well as a comic book cartoon, uh, like an um, illustrator, he draws cartoons and comics for the for the newspapers. And Gyllenhaal's character gets obsessed with this Zodiac case over the years, and he is the one who ends up writing a book about the Zodiac killings eventually, and this is what the, the movie was inspired by, and he's the one who's, who's trying to solve who the Zodiac killer was. 
um, and he kind of works with Mark Ruffalo's character throughout them years as well. Robert Downey Jr. is kind of like a bit of like a mentor to Jake Kilnahal's character at first, but then he kind of goes off the rails a bit. Um, but he's still very impressive on screen, Robert Downey Jr. But it's like a, it's a really, a really fun movie. Uh, not a fun movie. It really just a well-made movie. This um, kind of what's the guy's name? I'm pretty sure it's the guy who directed Fight Club. But his name escapes me right now. But um. Yeah, it's um, it's just a fantastic film. Just a a movie that just absorbs you straight away. The from the killings and just to to see it all, it's well made, well put together. The characters are fantastic, and these characters you really you you they feel real on screen. It feels like a real killings. It doesn't feel like a you know, like a scream movie. It's not like that. It's got like a real realistic feel to it, and it really gives you a real insight into these killings of the Zodiac Killer. Uh, so that's the movie of the month for July. Let's move on to the final segment of today's show. And the final segment is what's been on the screen. What's been on the screen this past week? What movies, TV shows, or what else have I been watching on the screen? Well, I will say I finally got around to watching Uncut Gems starring Adam Sandler. This came out, I think it was in 2019 now, so a couple of years back. Uh, it was maybe 2019, around then anyway. So this was, he signed a deal with Netflix and he's done a ton of Netflix movies as Adam Sandler. And this was kind of the first movie I've seen him doing like a drama role. It wasn't a comedy. He plays a jeweler who has his own jewelers in, in like a New York. And he's uh, basically this guy who's in loads of debt with people, with like, with gangsters and sort sort of stuff. And he's he's kind of got like he, he gambles his money, he gambles with other people's property, and it's it's just this this guy who's kind of his life's falling apart in a way. Adam Sandler's character, and he's just trying to kind of like make money to pay off people throughout this story. I will I won't spoil the story. What I will say is I thought it was a really good movie. I I think Adam Sandler does really good in these drama roles. I recently watched that Hustle movie, which was another Netflix movie. I really enjoyed that. I've got to say, I enjoyed Hustle a bit more. I did enjoy Hustle. I felt there was some some moments in this where it was a bit dark, and I was like, oh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't particularly like that. Um, but it was it was a really good movie, and I'll say this, without it's not going to spoil anything, but there was a moment in the movie where you feel like you're on this high and you and you feel like his character's kind of having a breakthrough moment. And if you've seen the movie, you, you'll know what I'm talking about here. There's a breakthrough moment and you feel like he is going to... Everything's going to be great for him. Everything's going... You think everything's going well for him in, in a certain moment in the movie. And it's a big high moment. And then you just get this crazy moment where he's just like... Wow, I I really honestly didn't see that coming. I I really didn't see it coming, and uh, it was it was it was it was crazy. Um, and I was just like, wow, that is you know that that that's really good storytelling. At the moment you're and I think it is a big big moment. I would say in the movie, and you'll know it when you see it. The moment I'm talking about, but really, yeah, I think comedy. I think I really do think comedy stars have that that ability to shift into drama really well. I think Jim Carrey does it really well. I think Adam Sandler now has proven it. I think he can do more. I think he will do more drama roles. And I'd definitely be interested to watch more because 
The two I've watched so far, Hustle and Uncut Gems, have both been solid. Uh, let me know if you watch them that movie or either of those movies. Uh, another thing, the last thing I want to get to is Andor, the new Star Wars show coming out in September. September 21st on Disney Plus. It's going to be a free episode debut on Disney Plus, a free episode starter, which is really good. Uh, it's confirmed, I think, the two seasons this show. They released the full trailer, official trailer this week, and it looks amazing. It looks good. It looks dark, it looks gritty. This is the show that is set before the Rogue One movie. Uh, so we're going to get the, it's like a prequel to that. It's going to be the beginnings of his Cassian Andor character. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, he's in this. He's going to be returning, obviously, from his role in Rogue One. Uh, I Hopefully we see a few more of them characters from Rogue One featuring this. Um, looking forward to it. I, I do like this this gritty side of the Star Wars uh, sort of side of things, like the Boba Fett TV show, The Mandalorian, and... Look, I'll be honest, I really enjoyed the Obi-Wan show. I thought that was phenomenal. I thought it was great. Anything Star Wars, I'm down for it. I'm up for it. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing this now. A bit more excited than I initially was uh, because the trailers look amazing. Look really good. So that is coming out in September. Really something to look forward to. But anyway, that is today's show over and done with. If you enjoyed today's show, please do give it a like and subscribe to the channel if you're watching on YouTube and leave a comment below. And if you're listening to this in, on a podcast app of your choice, please do subscribe to the podcast app and leave a review. All reviews will eventually be read out on the show once I get access to them. I think you've got to leave so many reviews and we get to read them out on the show, but they will get read out when uh, all five-star reviews on the, you know, them bad ones are not getting read out, no way. Unless it's like a really bad one, but it's nice and positive. But really, give us a five-star review. It really helps the podcast to grow. But anyway, let me know all your thoughts on today's uh, today's topic of MCU Phase 6, the empty slots, guessing the empty slots. What do you think the movies of them empty slots, the movies and the TV shows, will be for Phase 6? Let me know your predictions. Let me know your thoughts on all of today's uh, movie topics as well. Uh, it's been a great show, really fun show. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. I always love deep diving into MCU stuff. It's always fun, and it's always fun to have you along for the journey uh, with me as well. Uh, anyway, I just want to say thank you very much for watching for watching today, ladies and gents. Remember to spread a bit of movie cheer, and as always, I will see you next time.